Star Wars 7x7 episode 895. It's Rogue One premiere night, and I'm considering a question I posed in Star Wars podcasting groups on Facebook. Do non-Star Wars fans understand Rogue One yet, and does that even matter? Punch it, Chewie. It's rebel-rousing fun for everyday Jedi. Seven minutes a day, seven days a week. Join Alan Voivod for today's Star Wars 7x7 podcast. Destiny Unleashed. Hey, Rebel Rouser. Welcome to Star Wars 7x7. I'm your host, Alan Voivod. And before we begin the proceedings, I do want to take a second here to say thank you very much to everyone on Facebook and Twitter who had such kind words to say in the wake of the loss of our dog, Buddy. It means a great deal to all of us, Brainstormer Lonnie, Quizmaster Joe, and Scorekeeper Declan included. So thank you very much for keeping us in your thoughts. So now, here we are. It is premiere night for Rogue One. All the waiting, all the anticipation has come down to a few short hours before we will get to see it on the big screens. I know some folks who do podcasts have already had a chance to see it in press screenings and whatnot. Sorry to say that I was not among them, but hey, I don't mind waiting an extra day or two. That's fine by me. We used to have to wait a lot longer for these things, you know what I mean? And as I mentioned briefly yesterday, the aggregator site Rotten Tomatoes has this now at 83% with a 7.5 out of 10 rating on it. Eh, You know, I would love to see better, but for what it's worth, just to put it in the comparative, that places it in fourth out of eight movies overall, meaning that Empire, Star Wars, and The Force Awakens are the top three best-reviewed live-action movies in the franchise, and then Rogue One is now coming in in fourth place and it was pointed out to me that there may be some fussing with those numbers because of re-releases and special editions and 3d versions of things and that sort of thing not just of the original trilogy in the force awakens but also of the prequel trilogy as well so that all factors in too And I've been peeking in a little bit at star wars groups here and there on facebook kind of doing it with you know both eyes, like, squinched closed, like, just in case. I mean, you know, not that that's going to help avoid a spoiler or something that I don't want to hear, but you know what I mean. And so far, generally speaking, the feedback I've seen is very positive. In one of the groups, the rule is that you're only allowed to say whether you liked it or you didn't like it, and that's it, period, paragraph, not whys or wherefores or anything like that. But it is the word of mouth of Star Wars fans like you and I that will help drive the box office for this and help drive the non-Star Wars fan, but the casual movie-going, possibly interested in sci-fi action-adventure fan, into the movie theater. And so I posed this question in a Facebook group, the Star Wars Podcast Alliance, about whether the members there had friends who were non-Star Wars fans and if they understand what the deal is with Rogue One, where it happens in the timeline of all Star Wars events, if they understand that it's about the Rebels stealing the Death Star plans and that it's an immediate prequel to A New Hope, that sort of thing. And there were a few responses, like from Bobby Roberts, the podcaster emeritus of Full of Sith, and now podcast Forced Ghost at Large for a number of podcasts, including this one, uh, who said basically that his non-Star Wars fan friends are interested in it because it's a Star Wars movie and will do Star Wars things, which I thought was a lovely way of putting it. <laughs> but otherwise, it just it looks good, and therefore they're going to go see it. And all these considerations that more intense Star Wars fans have about 
where it happens on the timeline and how it fits into the overall picture that that's not a concern. As long as it looks cool, they're going to go. So that sentiment is certainly out there. And I was surprised at how many people chimed in and said that friends and family of theirs were still confused about what the deal is with Rogue One. More than anything, the confusion is, as you would expect, the idea that this is not a continuation of Ray's story. This is not Episode Eight that we have coming out. But there are stranger comments out there as well, like uh, one of the responses talked about somebody hearing about the movie and asking if it was an extension of the Rebels TV show, if it's an actual Rebels movie. And funnily enough, both sides of this particular divide were represented. The divide where some people are interested in seeing Rogue One because it actually looks like a more interesting movie than any of the saga movies. And some other folks saying that they don't really care about Rogue One because it's not a saga movie. So if I were to generalize from this small sample to the movie-going audience at large, I would have to say that... Yeah, certainly awareness of the movie is better than average, and I would think that awareness of what the movie is and isn't is probably better than average as well. The idea that it is a standalone movie and that it is not part of the saga, it is not part of the Skywalker story. Beyond that, however, it seems like the awareness is a bit sketchy as to where it fits within the whole timeline of stories, but... As I talked about with Bobby Roberts in our most recent interview on the podcast, it's becoming almost like a cinematic universe like Marvel's in some sense, where you can check out a Doctor Strange movie or you can check out an Iron Man movie and you're not necessarily asking yourself where in the cinematic timeline those movies take place. You can jump into those movies and you don't have to have watched all the rest of them in order. And I think, conceptually speaking, that's going to be a harder thing for dedicated Star Wars fans to wrap their heads around than it is for non-Star Wars fans to get their heads wrapped around. And what that actually means when it comes down to the nitty-gritty, when it gets to the box office itself, well, we are about to find out. Today is the big day. I'm going to be seeing it at 7 p.m., and cannot wait. It's going to be one of those situations where I watch this first and I'm probably not going to be able to enjoy it the first time because I'm going to be so busily dissecting it and putting the pieces of trailers and commercials that we've seen together and saying, oh, that's from that and this is from this and that sort of thing. Like, just the way my brain works. So I'm going to have to see it twice just to be able to enjoy it. And I'd love to hear from you if that's how it's going to work out for you as well. So please do share your thoughts at the comments of the blog post for the show's episode at SW7X7.com. Will you be able to enjoy it the first time through or will you need to kind of get over that initial viewing of it and be able to enjoy it or not, as the case may be, to actually be able to step out of your analytical self and enjoy it, experience it the second time around? How does it work for you? Let me know at the blog post for the show's episode. All right, that's it. No more podcasting until after Rogue One comes out. And I will have non-spoiler and spoiler versions of the podcast for you, so that way you can listen without fear. Also, I will be broadcasting live from the Rogue One premiere, and that will be happening on Facebook Live and on Periscope via Twitter. So if you do not yet follow the podcast at facebook.com SW7X7 or on Twitter, we're SW7X7 Podcast, then please do tune in for that. Look for me online sometime after 6 p.m. That's 6 p.m. Eastern time. One of the benefits 
of being on the East Coast, getting to see the movie a few hours earlier than I would have if I had been on the West Coast like I was for Phantom Menace and Attack of the Clones and all the original trilogy movies. And until then, trivia after the break. Stay tuned. Hey, Rebel Rouser. You're listening to this podcast. Maybe you'd like to listen to a Star Wars story, too. Luckily, we've got just the thing for you. We've partnered with Audible to give you a free download and a free 30-day trial of their awesome service. All you got to do is go to audibletrial.com SW7X7 to sign up and get your free download. They've got dozens of Star Wars titles. Anything you want to do to explore that galaxy far, far away. One more time for you, audibletrial.com SW7X7. Welcome back. I've got your trivia question for you. The power that we are dealing with here. Yeah, yeah, it's put up or shut up time on this one, Orson. Last time I asked you what Finn said when he realized Ray was flying the Falcon into the body of a crashed Superstar Destroyer, and that's, are we really doing this? Today's question, what happened to the belly cannon on the Falcon after it was hit by laser fire from a First Order TIE fighter? Thanks for listening to another episode of Star Wars 7x7. And hey, before you activate the carbon freezing chamber, check out SW7x7.com for show notes, links, photos, videos, and more. And if the show's been worth your time, please support us at patreon.com SW7x7. It's most impressive, and it's destiny unleashed. podcast is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2016 Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it.